0: Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm once again, your host for today. Today, we have a special panel of guests with us, and I'm going to introduce each one of you with your own title. But then we have a specific purpose of why we're all here on this podcast today. I'm excited about that because we're going to communicate all kinds of detailed stuff about Fellowship Bible Church. (laughs) And it's exciting. So I'll go all the way down here to the end. And we're looking at Mike Lukens. You're the pastor of Creative Arts and Worship. Correct. And you've been on this podcast before. So we yeah, kind of know times. a little bit about yeah. you. It's exciting. So welcome. Thanks Thank for you. being here with us, Mike. Yeah. Sitting next to Mike is John Van Drunen, our executive pastor. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. you to be here. You've
0: been on podcasts podcast before and you have a specific title of executive pastor, which we've gotten into before, but you kind of have lots of hats. I sometimes, you know, the the plumber or the fire department. Whatever Perfect. It is, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and Jennifer Wiseman, I think we all have multiple hats that we wear here. <laughs> I think so. And we have Jennifer Wiseman here also communications manager and congregational engagement.
2: Yes. Manager. Yes.
0: That, that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> to get into and unpacking yeah. that role. And so I, I get a chance to sit here with these guys because we form uh, what's called the FBC communications team. If you ever heard this random, ambiguous conversation about, oh, the communications team is making these decisions, well, it's the four of us. Is that true? It is true. Okay, so John, I'm going to look to you. Give us a little bit of a history of what this team means to you from the executive pastor level and what it means to the church.
1: Yeah, so uh, there have been times in the past where uh, there will be so many different calls to action to the body um, that it starts sounding like the Charlie Brown's uh, parents or teacher um, kind of conversation. And it it doesn't lead to effective communication. Hmm. So out of a desire to help us um, more um, to better streamline uh, communication information to the body, and to um, organize that in a way that people don't feel like information is flying at them from all different directions. We're providing a multitude of means of communications uh, to get all this information out, and hopefully, the the goal is to get the most relevant information to the people that it most directly impacts. That's challenging. It is a big church, lots of different activities, lots
0: of different ministries and opportunities for people to get plugged in. But they need to know what those opportunities are before they can get plugged in.
1: And and it's not all evenly spread throughout the year. In part, why we're having this podcast, because in the fall, we have a ton of things that are kicking (laughs) off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and that's why we're here today. So I wanted to at least hear from each of you guys of how you see your role. I mean, there's this communications kind of team because we all have different gifts and strengths. So Jennifer, what do you, what's your role? You have, you're probably the only person sitting here that has communications in your job title. (laughs) So what, what do you do behind the scenes here to help streamline what John just cast as that vision?
2: So my role uh, is managing it. So it may not always be me that's creating it. It's me that's making sure that it's actually happening, uh, that it's getting out to the congregation, that um, that people know what's happening, that I'm keeping track of all the different things that are happening uh, so that we get a chance to announce it to the body in many different forms. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and Mike, when John came to you a couple of years ago to say we're going to create this team, how did you see your role of worship fitting with communication? Yeah. So one of the kind of only ways that we all get
3: together as a congregation is through our weekend worship services. Mm-hmm. And that time is an important time to speak to the body about. And the, those next steps that we want them to take, we want them to come to the worship service, but we also want them to take the next steps yeah. and uh, announcements. Communication is really about that. And we've kind of, yeah. crystallized that recently of that taken place. So um, how do we in, in, integrate the communications team with the worship team and the, that communications process? So yeah, I think yeah. that's where that's good. Role is.
0: Yeah, and and I help with events here at FBC. And so the role of events is <laughs> such where people need to know that the events are coming up. And so just with the nature of planning them and creating them and implementing them, there's a component of communications and I do a lot of podcasting, I think, too. So there's a role <laughs> of communications with that also. You know, Mike, you touched on kind of how we call people to next steps. And I feel like just really recently, there's these three words that seem to just resonate. Um, and, and I'll ask you, because I think kind of might have sparked from one of our conversations. Grow, connect, serve what does that look like from a process of when somebody's looking to take a next step what does that what should that mean to them
3: yeah so we kind of came up with those those three words to help simplify what those next steps are that we want people to take Mm -hmm. and it really dovetails with our our mission statement to prepare and deploy dependent disciples so we want people to to grow in their faith and uh the the Activities and things that we have really fit, some of them fit into that category that right. they're designed to help us grow spiritually. Um, community and um, relational discipleship has always been an important part of uh, Fellowship Bible Church. So we want people to connect relationally and, and in discipleship relationships. Mm-hmm. And then we um, are called biblically to, to serve the body, um, to serve one another and also serve the world around us. Um, so those three categories really kind of fit nicely into what all that we're calling people to with those next steps. Yeah, So.
0: yeah, I, I agree. And and over the 21 years I've been here at FBC, there's, there's I, I think that's a constant, but from a communication standpoint, it always hasn't been championed in that kind of light. And so here we are today to say, we want to call you the body to grow in your faith, to connect with other believers around you and then to use your gifts to serve. And these these events and activities that are coming up around all revolve around our mission statement and all revolve around those three things.
1: Right. Any other added thoughts well, before we and I, on? and I think another important principle for folks to understand is we're going to be talking through a lot of different things. So in order to, does that mean, yeah. uh, I think we should establish this, does that mean in order to grow connect, serve, that they should be doing all of these things? No. No. Why, why not? Jennifer says no. Why not, Jennifer? Because yeah. I, I agree with you and I think we all agree with that.
2: Well, so my, I, so first of all. Not all these things apply to everybody that attends this church. Uh, secondly, uh, you have to have time to. Um, in my, I'm I'm struggle with this a lot because I'm the first one that shows up for everything. And so for me, my opinion about this is is that you have to have your time away too. You have to have your quiet time. I mean, there's other things that happen in your life that don't involve coming to every Bible study, every event, every.
1: Right. So sometimes you have and, to say no. And a lot of those times might even be you know time with your family, yeah. and that is that's an active mm-hmm. part of discipling yep. your yep. family and and getting together with friends and mm-hmm. and discipling one another in that. That's um, good. It doesn't have to always take place as a formal thing. In fact part of the the process that we're talking about and we're going to be talking about more this next year is this idea of um relational discipleship and engaging one another Mm -hmm. And so having time and bandwidth for that is really important in fact that's behind why we don't do some of the programs that we've done historically as a church because we want to provide um everyone a little bit more bandwidth uh in their in their schedules
0: and that's good i mean i think it's good to to take a step back and look at a list of items and activities over these next three months, and recognize there's two ditches. You know, there's the ditch of I can get plugged into everything and just get completely burned out, and then there's the other ditch that we've heard Mark Carey say: soak, sit, soak, and that's sour. Right. <laughs> right. So and that's not doing anything. So look at these opportunities. We're going to go through a list. And if you were at our um, church services this past weekend, you would have seen a piece of paper when you first walked in to the auditorium. Doesn't matter which venue you were at. And it's going to have a two page you know, front and back side where you're going to see recurring activities that just are ongoing daily, weekly or monthly things that are happening. And then there's going to be some special activities and events so we're going to go through that page here um, in a little bit more detail than what you would get with just a three-minute verbal announcement on a sunday morning or a saturday night and so hopefully you get a chance to hear the heart of what's happening with these ministries and what's happening with these events why we're doing them and then figure out okay that's an opportunity for me to grow or connect or serve so i'm going to start and and anybody Watching or listening at home, as long as you're not driving, if you want to pull this up, it is on the website. You can go to fbcva.life slash calendar, click on that link, and you will see this PDF document. And um, we apologize if there's errors. We, we, you know, there might have been we made a few, one or two.
1: few corrections coming <laughs> I mean,
0: weekend. We do the best we can do, That's keeping right. up with all the things happening. So here we go. Let's start by the recurring activities, and events. And I'm just going to highlight, I'm looking at this, it says Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. There's something happening every day of the week. And for me, it's easy to look at things by just breaking them up into almost people groups. So there's things for ladies. There's women in the word on Tuesdays. There's Wednesday sisters in prayer. There's things for men. You can go to a men's Bible study on Thursdays. There's things for young adults.
1: Uh, and, 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 keep and jump in. And also on Wednesdays is men in prayer that Thank we need you. to add to that. Men yeah. in prayer needs to get added. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, and so there's Keystone,
0: which is for young adult ministry and Thursday night. Wednesday night, you've got children and youth. So you have Club 56 and you have youth group that happens where there's a large group or a small group every Wednesday night. And then obviously we have the corporate worship gatherings. So we have Saturday with FSAT and then we have um three different services, two venues on Sunday for the upstairs nine o'clock and ten forty five and downstairs fellowship three. Jennifer, I'm the poll you side and just say there's an item on here on Tuesdays that says it's monthly called Get to Know FBC. Yes. What does that mean?
2: So if you have been visiting or um it could be your first time visiting, or it could be that you've been visiting for uh, several months. It's a time for you to be able to come. You get to meet uh, a couple of the pastors. Typically, Mark Carey is running the meeting, and we have three, two to three other people come in, uh, pastors come in so that you can meet them. Uh, it's an opportunity to ask questions about the church. He does a really good overview of things, but the, and every time it's just a little bit different. The questions get uh, A little bit tougher. So it's basically stump Mark night. So it's really nice.
0: Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Send your questions. (laughs) So if you've been attending for 15 years, can you come
1: try to stump Mark? Well,
2: you could, but
1: it's an opportunity to serve. Yeah, but, but, you could come but in. And and Mark might return some of those questions back to you if you've been there. <laughs> no, you made a
2: really good point. I, I really am yeah. looking for somebody to come and host those for me. Yeah. So that is yeah. an excellent idea. Opportunity. If, 15 if, years if you
0: someone. like to be a host or if uh-huh. you like to welcome new people and, yeah. and share what your knowledge is of FBC, yes. it's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a couple other serving opportunities here on Saturday um. Saturday mornings on a monthly basis. There's bread baking ministry. What happens with that bread that we make?
1: You you actually don't need any experience. Okay, um, that bread is uh, usually takes the form of cinnamon rolls that are given out to uh, first time visitors that come to the welcome desk as a gift uh, to be able to send home with them and uh, that's awesome. that's it's home-baked cinnamon rolls and uh, the the folks that do that um, some come just for one time to be able to learn how to do that others enjoy coming on a more regular basis. others come for the taste testing right? that's right there or just, taste testing i mean if and you're there
0: on a saturday morning you can smell that baking <laughs> yes. in the kitchen it is impressive and I've, there's heard, games I've heard and that numbers. they're really good you've heard, I've heard, I've heard, you've heard. heard. okay you've
3: heard. maybe firsthand experience yes yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. they're very
0: good and, and, you know, it's we you, you might hear on a regular basis on corporate galleries, go to the guest welcome desk and, you know, we have a gift for you. There is a great it's gift. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. One of quick thing on this page before we, we turn it, divorce care groups mm-hmm. is something that's that it's a ministry that's somewhat new to us over the last couple of years. Um Walk us through what that looks like, John.
1: Yeah, so Divorce Care is a national program uh, that our family ministry has been um, adopted within the last few years to help provide uh, an opportunity and a a community area for those that have uh, or are going through divorce uh, to be able to meet with others um, that are in that same position. And it's a great element to understand and to grow in your relationship with Christ, with others uh, that are in that same position. So, hmm. and that's a, there's a, there's a separate group for men, a separate group for women and a separate group for kids. Hmm. Um, and so that's a f- incredible ministry. And there's more information on the website about that, or yeah. you can feel free to just talk to John Avery sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, that's, that's great. Because again, that
0: is a ministry that it kind of is out of sight, out of mind, but very relevant. And, um, Whether you're going through it or if you know people that are going through it, it's a great opportunity to point people to that, which then they're getting pointed to Christ. Yeah.
1: And it's open to anybody from the community. That's great. Yeah.
0: So look for that. Um, Turning the page. I'm going to now kind of bring us to what we're calling the special activities and events. I mean, that in of itself is a pretty full plate of just the things that go on on a regular weekly or monthly basis. However, there is purpose and meaning behind each of these um, events and activities that I'm going to start talking about. And I'm going to first bring up the fall focus. And because when we think of uh, these focuses we've been doing in the past, uh, it started about four years ago, where we wanted families to have opportunities to take a topic or to take a certain issue and and have a spotlight on that as a family so we can figure out how to intentionally train our children or grandchildren. And it, that, that concept um, stemmed the Home Center. And the Home Center was created um, with purpose in mind to give out materials, give resources for families, for parents, related to really any different topic. From that, on a almost biannual basis, we've been creating these focuses for our church to grab onto. And with that backdrop, it's been... Uh, coming up on a year and a half since we've done a focus, mm-hmm. COVID has really yeah. put a damper in, in what we have thought about, you know, how can we gather people and do different events and activities? The last one we did was identity and sexuality right before COVID hit. Right. And now I'm excited about this because God can use uh, just <laughs> what seemingly is a pandemic or what seemingly is uh, something that's a negative to be a positive And we found that as we've been regathering here at our church, that there is this blossom of a desire to connect with each other again, a desire to to be engaged with other people. You know, being in your house for a long extended period of time, it gets kind of wearing. So there is a a desire from the family ministry to launch uh, a call for us to have a heavy emphasis on the passages in scripture that have the words one another in those passages. And if you go through scripture, there is well over a couple different dozen passages um, that we could highlight. And the call to us as a church this coming fall is how can we dive deeper in God's word and figure out what is he calling us with these one another's? Um, And there's a lot. And so from that uh, is the focus called overflow. When you think about something overflowing, what does that look like? And Mike, I'll ask you because we've been giving a lot of thought to this visual metaphor and kind of a creative arts perspective. What does overflow mean to you? Yeah, so the, the one and
3: others don't just kind of, they're not just generated from us in our own effort, but they are um, a result of, of God doing those things in our lives. Um, hmm. You know, God loves us. Yeah. And as a result of that, we love one another and it kind of is God's love overflowing, pouring into our lives, our hearts and then overflowing into others. And uh, each one of those one another's um, God does first for us. And then we are to to follow his example and and to do it out of an overflow of him doing it in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so the exciting thing is that, uh, you know, we get to create these um uh, you know, artistic pointers of you know, metaphor, like metaphor to to, a metaphor to, re- yep. to remind us of yep. uh, what what that truth is. And uh, we're in the process of of designing some stage designs and and other um, elements that you'll see throughout the building that help us remember that picture of mm. God's love pouring out into our hearts, and mm-hmm. then it overflows out of our lives to the lives of others.
0: Yeah. Well, so, uh, I love the metaphor of just water. And that is going to be a theme that we're going to find with this idea of overflowing. And some of you might have heard on previous podcasts, yes, I did go on a vacation. And yes, it was a really cool place called Iceland. I was fascinated with the waterfalls. And because this metaphor is already stuck in my mind of when I see water overflowing off of a cliff or water being poured out of a fountain, I instantly am thinking one another's. And I hope that that is going to be our... Response this coming fall when we see images or we see ideas about water or something overflowing, that we can have a trigger in our mind that that is what God has done for me. And now, how can I pour out his love and serve others from that standpoint? So, overflow is going to be heavy. And I we talk about overflow now because it's under that umbrella that a lot of these activities and a lot of these events are going to be. formed and fashioned. So keeping that in mind of how can I love and serve one another? And so these things that we're going to kick off, I'll I'll go straight first to, um, we do have uh, a parent meeting coming up in, in August for youth. Um, and we do have move up weekend that's happening this week. So there's all kinds of cool things there, but then the next thing is going to be a fellowship together water day. And so that is going to essentially launch this overflow focus. Um, Water Day is cool. I mean, think of, think of water. John, you have three kids. Yes.
1: What <laughs> happens when they're well, around water? Well, see, I have to retrain my thinking of overflow, because when I think overflow, I think of the bathtub. Overflow <laughs> oh, boy. <in> <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there is there's is that context. So, you know, um, there's a lot of times where we have water, water gun fights around our house. And so just the, that water, a lot of fun. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, excited that there's going to be this um, this opportunity to to get together and and have this time together mm-hmm. as a fun water day as yep. a family, and that's part of what some of you may have noticed is this desire to have some more just fun community building elements within the life of the body. Yep, yep.
0: And and so from that, it'll be a three hour experience on a Saturday afternoon, September fourth. Come with your family. Bring a snack if you want. There's going to be some shaved ice there. There's going to be a couple different bounce house water slides. And then there's going to be just some fun relays and games and activities just to have, like you said, John, exciting social time outside. Ending the summer, but kicking off the fall with overflow. From that, there are many other fall ministries starting. Um, Biblical Training Center is going to begin on that same weekend uh, on, on September 5th. Right. So walk us through, John, what
1: biblical training center classes are going on yeah. in the fall. Right. And and there's a there's a new classes starting. So um, and and one thing I do want to highlight just before we get into biblical training center, because yep. it's going to be really important. And Mark mentioned them briefly is. The, with all that's going on with children's ministry and youth ministry and something mm. just to, to help everyone understand is this weekend the 21st, 22nd mm. uh, especially 22nd we're going to be launching again and that's, children's ministry that's exciting. at 9am yep. uh, the children's ministry team has been working hard mm. since the spring and summer to, to recruit new ministry team uh, volunteers for the children Good. because they needed 40 or 50 folks to be able to pull that off of adding in another service again. Um, and so my hands off to them in that. And so that's going to be starting back up along with that move up Sunday. You'd mentioned the parent meeting yeah. in conjunction with youth. It's yes. also with children's ministry. So that's a both. If you're not as familiar or you want to uh, hear what's going on in in that, because those ministries desire to be a partner with you that uh, need to be there. So and there's some, is, there's some new
0: staffing that's, that's right?
1: coming up that you want to hear about. There's
0: events that are going on. So if you and if you're new to FBC and you haven't heard the vision of a youth program, that's a great opportunity. Or if you have kids that are kind of moving up from children's ministry into the youth and student ministry, that's another great opportunity. And and just to hear what has been going on with the kids, children, and what's going on with the youth and the students. And there's always new perspectives every year.
2: Yeah.
1: And and the desire is to be a partner with you as parents uh, in that In that journey, so all that is the framework because that may affect how you can how you're able to attend some of the different biblical training uh, center classes. So uh, the first up and at the nine a.m. hour on Sunday morning is kind of a community group training, but really it's a it's a leader training element for anyone desiring to lead a group. It has practical and useful advice of how to handle group dynamics and how to. Uh, come alongside somebody um, when when crisis strikes, mm-hmm. uh, because that happens as, as we're interacting with folks. And, and that's part of the, the Christian walk that we're going through. So that's going to be um, the first one. Second one is uh, walking in the new walking in the light of God's love. Mm-hmm. It's a, a study through the Johannine epistles to see what the Apostle John has to say about how to, to live through mm-hmm. an abundant Christian life um and so that's going to also be going on uh the next one is a women's uh btc class and that's uh, pursuing crowns a study of first samuel uh that's going to be at that 9 a.m hour and it's also going to be on monday nights at uh as a zoom class as well so Neat. more information available yep. on the website on Good. that then at 10:30. 10 30. They needed a little bit extra time. Hmm. 10 30 is going to be Financial Peace University. You do need to sign up for that and register for that in advance. The we've actually been able to offer a, a discount um, hmm. on that. Um, hmm. And so that's uh $50 per couple to be able to attend that. Great. Uh so you want to be able to take advantage of that. And then at 1045 is uh, what's being called a young couples class, but really think about this in the context of newly married or parents with elementary age children. Um, and they're going to be looking at this resource called Uprooting Anger. I've personally had an opportunity to read through that book. Um, and I think it, it's going to be something that's going to be really helpful for families, especially on the heels of being all together in COVID, uh, that that this is, um, this is something that we might not even know about ourselves hmm. uh and, and especially if you're dealing with conflict uh, either between you and your spouse or between children or you and your children uh this is something as as we grow and we understand the idols of our heart um and and what's in our heart uh, as james four talks about That helps us to think through that. And so really want to recommend that uh, for for the newly marrieds or the uh, parents of elementary
0: age children. Yeah. And all that's starting the first weekend of September. First week. So September 5th, um, that launches. And those are classes you can find online and more details about that. Also, um, we're just going to stay here in September and we're going (laughs) to go one right down the list. Um, The youth do have what is their yearly fall retreat. And I don't think they did a fall retreat last year. Did not. So this is going to be kind of cool for many students who have not been on a retreat before. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, you're part of the youth ministry. Yes. So walk us through what, what's going on with that retreat.
2: So it's a Friday through Sunday. And... Um... I'm a little concerned because today is the last day to register oh, for it. okay. Mm. So if we produce this tomorrow.
0: Well, that's okay. they <laughs> so, know that it's happening. Yeah, you know? it's
2: happening. So you guys can be praying for it if you mm. didn't already register your kids. But it is for 7th through 12th grade. It's an opportunity for them to um, get out of the church building, be together. There's worship time. There's teaching time. Um, this game that I signed up to help with time it's supposed to be all dark and I'm in the woods yeah. but it's supposed to be fun I and hear I'm a lot going. about that. yeah there you go
0: <laughs> cool well pray for that youth retreat yeah and that is the 10th through 12th yeah um then there's also what's called a membership class on September 11th. What What is a membership class all about, John?
1: Right. So um, membership class is, uh, is an opportunity to first um, get to know a little bit more about FBC. Um, and, and it's not um, it's not if this is your first Sunday necessarily, but this is an opportunity that you've decided to make FBC your church home and you want to be formally uh, designated uh, a, a a member of the church mm. now that idea of membership isn't necessarily something that's laid out for us in scripture uh, other than a couple of elements where we're called to be members of one another um, mm. and there's some some significant elements that come with that and so just want to encourage folks if if fbc is your home uh, this is a great opportunity to help take a next step and to get plugged into the life of the body even more. And so, if you can make that uh, available, um, there is a children's ministry uh, ch- child care option available for that. Yeah. Um, good. And so, uh, and just
2: so that I can jump in, there's actually two happening in September because okay. we've already had a lot of people sign up. Yep. So, we had to schedule great. in two dates. So, oh, uh, mm-hmm. September 24th is the other
0: date. And it falls great with the story of Overflow. I mean, being connected with the body of Christ doesn't put you in isolation. And being a member is saying, yes, this is my family. And um, that's what we're all about. On that same weekend, we're still here on September 11th and 12th. um, There's going to be a sermon series that's going to help assist the kickoff of Overflow. Mike, just share a brief summary of uh, what kind of sermons we would be expecting about Overflow.
3: Yeah, so along with this idea that It's, it's first God's love pouring out, um, John Avery, John Morrison, and then Mark Carey are going to be sharing, uh, examples from the life of Christ of how Mm -hmm. he models that, um, Mm -hmm. kind of one another's how, how does Christ demonstrate it first and what, what can we learn from him and, uh, what the scriptures say about the one another's as modeled by Christ.
0: Yeah. 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 And I'll, I'll kind of pause there also, because on that same weekend in the home center is going to be an incredible resource that we're calling an idea card packet. And there's gonna be about 20 different one another scripture passages that are gonna be on a card one at a time, where you as a family can take them home. It'll be a great devotional tool that can be used for the next several months or even years to come of ideas about what those scripture passages are, a little devotional, and then some ways that you can apply that. Um, So I would encourage you to go to the home center that weekend, find the idea card bundle, and with Overflow also, we're going to actually be calling the church. If you want to get to know one another in our own body, um, we're going to have you have the ability to sign up and register online to do a guess who's coming to dinner event. And that would just be between you and the person who you get assigned to. So you can register online for that starting in September. And by the end of September, the deadline would, would come and go where then in October or November, whatever it see, you see fit. You will go to somebody's house because you'll have an invitation and then you'll have somebody that you'll need to invite. Just a cool way yeah. to get a chance to get to know other people in our large body. So that'll be a part of overflow as well. Starting that weekend, you'll start signing up for that. Um, we are still on September 12th. And on that night of September 12th is a Sunday night. We are having what's called a group link. Yeah. What happens at group link? So
1: part of part of this idea of grow, connect, serve is is getting connected. um, And one of the primary ways we do that um, to grow in our relationship with Christ is through community groups. And so community groups are an incredible way to um, minister to others and to be ministered to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so. What we desire is to get as many people plugged into community groups as possible. Yeah. And so we offer this as an opportunity for uh, community group leaders to be able to uh, interact with those that are interested in joining a community group. Uh, you're also gonna see a, a new display in the main lobby uh, that is uh, highlighting yeah. uh, the different community groups that have openings and how you can, and, and what they're studying. And so you can learn a little bit more about that. And so this this is gonna be an opportunity for you to fill Physically, just go from one group to the next group and talk with them, ask questions um, and and hear a little bit more and get to know them. And there's also going to be some sweet treats. So this, I like sweet gonna treats. A, this is going to be a fun time. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So just a one hour um, open house there from six to seven on that Sunday night. If you're not a part of a group, I would suggest mm-hmm. prayerfully consider mm-hmm. come get plugged in, meet those people. It'll be great. Yeah. Additionally, in September, we're still in September, people. Um There is what's going to be called a FBC family forum event. And this might be something that could be an ongoing trend. No, no rhyme or reason of how often we might do these things. But there is a unique topic that actually is related to the past focus that we had a couple of years ago um, in our culture, and our society today. Of what what is transgenderism and, and how does that impact our culture? How does it impact our schools and our children? Yeah. And the elders and the pastors have been really wrestling with this a lot, and it, they felt it's time to have a an a open dialogue where there's some teaching and things like that happening. John, kind of walk yeah, us through yeah. the background. Of so
1: that. there's still some details that are being worked out on that, but I'd say as a pastoral staff, um, there's been a lot of questions coming in uh, in relation to uh, workplace um, interactions or uh, policies, or schools, or within families, um, and and so one of the things that there's been this desire to is to help help us all come together. And, and how do we think biblically about this this topic? Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's this, what what do the scriptures say, and and how does that inform as we process this all together? Um, for some, this is not a new topic, but for most, it is, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, this is not just a single one item out, uh, but this this will be a continuation of this one anothering and and loving one another and and caring for one another and and yeah and how do we understand some of the topics that are? I proud. think that's
0: valuable. We just touched on
1: it's it's it falls right in line with overflow
0: of how we live out our lives, showing others love um, and pointing them to Christ, and and so that's going to be a very interesting form that I would say you won't want to miss that. And that's on September 25th during the morning time. Um, I think we're talking nine o'clock is would probably be the start time for that.
1: Probably specific details
0: to come again. Mm -hmm. Details to come. Good. Let's move on. Turning the page of the calendar into October. We're going great, guys. Okay, Take a deep deep breath. Into
1: October. (laughs) This is why
0: we're having the podcast. Take a deep breath, guys. We're in October. um, Part of overflow and having fellowshipping together opportunities. um, We wanted to do a night of worship. Um, that's going to be on a Friday night, October first. So, Mike, walk us through what that might look like.
3: Yeah. So uh, Sunday mornings, Saturday nights, we're, we're somewhat limited in the amount of time that we have together to sing together and mm-hmm. pray together. And uh, you know, occasionally we want to gather together and uh, have those extended times of, of worship and yep and uh, being together and living out our call to, to worship God. So. This will be an opportunity to do that. Um, so it kind of is a, this merging of, um, you know, the
0: fellowship together and the overflow right. and yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. continuation of, of what we've been called to do. That's great. Worship, so. Friday night, October 1st. Yeah. Put that on your calendars. We then have, uh, and this is this is a, what, twice a year thing that we do called a spiritual checkup. And that phrase has been coined somewhat recently. Think of what a you go to the doctor's office and you get a checkup and we need to do some self-evaluation as a church um, and check up on where we are spiritually. John, what yeah. happens for that?
1: Yeah. So um, the spiritual checkup is designed to be just that reflective opportunity to take time uh, dur- during the corporate gathering and to say to, to review you know, through a series of different questions uh, you know, how, how am I doing in this area? Um, And there's also a series of resources that help uh, folks in the home center to accompany that. Or if you have questions and you want to talk to somebody about one of those areas, um, there's, there's areas that are laid out of how you can do that uh, either privately or, um, or just go to the home center and, Mm -hmm. and to get resources on that. Then on the heels of that, yep. I'm just going to transition yep. to the next thing, is, is October 17th, and that's the congregational meeting um yep. now these these things sometimes we call these as a business meeting but I, it's more than just the business elements it's more than the finance report there's a lot of things happening at fellowship bible church and this is going to be one of those really important congregational meetings to be at maybe so i'm not wanted, gonna, like a I'm family not, meeting I'm, i mean I'm it's not, like you know family i I've, I've <laughs> thought i as kind of like a family meeting yep. that we're all kind of gathering around in the dining room it's just a bigger dining room mm-hmm. and so we don't want to miss it You don't want to miss this one. Okay. It's a teaser.
0: It is a teaser. (laughs) All right. Put it on your calendar. Um, Later in October, on a Thursday and a Friday, October 21st and 22nd, we are going to be live streaming a conference that is for grandparents. And it's uh, called Legacies. The organization puts it on. Grandparenting Summit. And you can uh, come sit at the church and absorb multiple different sessions of what it looks like to be a grandparent. How do you... Work with your adult kids. How do you also train and and shepherd your grandchildren, and and pointing them to Christ? Um, there's a small fee for that. You can go online to register. But I would say calling all grandparents, come to that. It's going to be encouraging for you um, as a grandparent, and then hopefully that would be encouraging to your family. So put that in your calendar for all you grandparents, October 21st through 22nd and right around the corner from there is something called Operation Christmas Child. And and we it seems crazy that we talk about that in in here in August but we're talking about it will be happening in October. October. <laughs> and walk us through what is Operation Christmas Child. Any ideas about that?
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think my initials were next to that. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it's it's a great opportunity to uh to serve those who are in need especially at Christmas time. Children whose. um Parents can't provide for them um, with gifts and things. Um, so there's um, a list of things to, to gather together and uh, to, to collect. And that's why we do it in October so that it can yeah. be collected and distributed before Christmas. Um, so a chance to, uh, to show the love of Christ to those
0: outside the walls of the church. And it would kick off there in October and we would go a couple of weeks of having the opportunity to,
1: to bring that And one thing that's different this year and what i was going to jump in and mike mike hadn't even had a chance to hear this yet is we're actually going to be serving as a regional drop-off location for multiple churches so you're going to see an operation christmas child kind of semi trailer out in the parking lot for about a week or two yep um so that's what's all going on with that neat i like it
0: um part of uh, uh every two year event that we have here at fbc is called the global church week and I find it interesting that it falls in line with the overflow focus. Um, you know, you think of who should be receiving these one another's that we're called to do. Well, it starts in the home. I mean, it starts in our in the families. It also can extend within our church. That, hence, we have like a "Guess who's coming to dinner thing and we have nights of worship where we get a chance to express our one another's to each other here at FBC, but it also can extend to the global church. And we have partners around the world who we can um, encourage, we can pray for, we can serve them. And there's gonna be some people visiting and there's lots of details left to be decided this because of COVID and because of traveling issues and complications, but there's gonna be a good handful of visitors this coming year, the last week of October, that will be able to participate in our Global Church Week. And there'll be more events and activities during that week, Lord willing, um, as, as they come and visit, we'll be able to engage with them hear about their stories. And I'll just give a quick little teaser. We have a new partnership with Native American churches here in our own country. So when we say global, it also means national and international. And um, you'll get a chance to hear some of the heartbeat and passion of our own global missions team members of how they've partnered and just God has sovereignly brought us together. And hopefully they're going to be able to visit us and we'll hear kind of just the, just the state of affairs with Native American church and how can we uh, train them and equip them and love them and serve for them as well. So that's going to be the Global Church Week last week of October. Uh, on that same week, on the 26th, there's a baptism class and then there'll be baptism services a couple weeks after that, which is on November 7th. So Mike, just walk us through what a what baptism means here at FBC?
3: Yeah, so after we have trusted Christ, the scriptures next call us to um, publicly profess that, to testify to our relationship with Christ and having put our trust in Christ. And uh, the way that the scriptures call us to do that is through baptism, um, water baptism, believers baptism. Mm -hmm. It doesn't save anybody, but it's a a proclamation of what has already taken place, uh, demonstration of that. And uh, after our corporate worship gatherings, I think that baptism services are one of my favorite things that we yeah. do here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just getting to hear people's testimonies of what God has done. So if, if you haven't been baptized, if you've trusted Christ and you haven't been baptized, um, the scripture calls us to do that. And uh, it's just a great way to let others know that you've trusted Christ, maybe extended family who yeah. hasn't yet trusted Christ to invite them to hear your testimony.
0: And uh, it's a great uh, night of worship, hearing what God has done in people's lives. Great rehearsal of the gospel, Mm -hmm. hearing that and hearing how it's impacted people's lives. And it's a celebration. So it's it's a a great opportunity. If you haven't been to one, man, put that on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Come and experience the body of Christ um, Mm -hmm. in action of what God has done for each of those people getting baptized. Also, just the last thing on the October list is light up the night. And that is a, really a—it's um, a way to reach out to our community, isn't it? I mean, it, mm-hmm. Halloween is somewhat of a, a dark night from a spiritual standpoint. And how can we bring light to the darkness? Um, what, what do you have to say about that, Mike? I mean, have you experienced light yeah, nights I've gotten to participate in the past? In
3: a number of different places um, at my house, at Saint Myers house, who used to live down the street from us, mm-hmm. uh, with our community group. Um, But, yeah, it's a natural, you know, people are coming to our doors and it's just a natural way to to share Christ, the love of Christ with people. And, uh, you know, from people doing bounce houses and making, uh, you know, a bonfire with making s'mores and popcorn to just simply being there to to welcome people and and, uh, maybe uh, share a gospel tract or just a kind word.
0: Yeah. And it's a great opportunity opportunity to just interact with your own neighbors as well. And and I mentioned how overflow you can the different audiences of who should receive our our love starts again, the home, the church, the global church. And then here on October 31st, we get a chance to turn the corner with that audience and say, we need to share that same call, biblical call of love and serving to our neighbors, to the lost, to our community. And that's a great way of doing that. In November, um, we also are going to be asking you, the body, to, to already have been thinking through, who can you serve? Who in your neighborhood uh, needs a helping hand? Um, maybe it's just going to the store to pick something up for them. Maybe it's raking leaves for them. Maybe it's sending them a meal. Start thinking and praying about that because on November 13th, we're going to call the entire church to do something specific for your neighbor. All of us in action. Not all at the same time, same place, but sometime during the course of that day, each one of us can go do something. That would be an incredible light um, in our community to have a thousand, fifteen hundred people interact with their neighbors and overflow of what God has done for us to somebody else who has not seen the love of Christ. And so we're also going to be doing different podcasts throughout this entire fall here on this podcast um, channel where we're going to be talking about how we can experience those one another's in our families, in our church, in our global church, and in the community. So there is a lot to look forward to. And I mean, there's a few other things on the list we haven't touched on. There's a Salvation Army stocking stuffer that'll happen for Christmas time. And then, believe it or not, Follow the Star will be happening as well. Around the corner. Right around the corner. (laughs) So get ready for that. I'm sure people are already being tapped of how they can serve and volunteer for that. That is a long, long list. And that is only three months. But guys... I'm excited because I I feel that there's a a train going down the tracks that we're all on board with, I hope, and God is leading it. And we're going to be just steered in a direction that's going to call us to reach out to others around us, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: getting outside of ourselves, getting beyond what we want and what we think, but Mm -hmm. look to others. Overflowing. Overflowing. Mm -hmm. And another quick little plug where there's some people behind the scenes writing a song. Mm -hmm. that will be called overflowing. And so we'll get a chance to hear that um, in the next few weeks. And I didn't say this, but this coming week also starts the new time for Fellowship Saturday. Um, That's gonna be five o'clock. So you'll see the email thread about that. If FSAT is your typical home, five o'clock, be on the lookout to stay outside Mm -hmm. as long as we can. Mm -hmm. But we will then move inside when the time is right. But always will be five o'clock from here on out.
1: Yes, Yes. we're staying at five. Perfect,
0: I love it. That's easy, no more flip-flopping. (laughs) kind of confuses people (laughs) (laughs) makes our job the communication team challenging really really challenging well i would just circle back to growing grow connect serve and you'll continue to hear those words and i hope that it'll resonate with you and i hope when you see water and overflowing waterfalls it'll resonate that you are called to reach out of yourself and go to others thank you guys for being here Mm -hmm. mike john jennifer you guys are amazing and it's exciting to be a part of your team and I'm um, glad that you guys were able to listen and follow, take a, take a breath, get your <laughs> calendars out, find that piece of paper again, if you haven't gotten it, because um, you, you won't want to miss a lot of these things. And again, as we plugged in the beginning, not everything, find the, find the areas that are spent specifically meant for you. And uh, that's where we want you it is where God wants you. So thanks for watching, listening. And until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day.